Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Hooked, the podcast where we come up with potbooks for you to use in your games because... Who can be bothered being inspired all the time? Not me, so I have my trusty co-host with me today. To my right, it's Dom. To my left, it's Jonathan. And to my frontwards, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's Faith. To your frontwards. How how are everyone? Yeah. 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 Doing pretty good. Feeling very frontward. Yeah. yeah. Real... (laughs) Real weird vibe. Oh I yeah. Know whether I did. I that wasn't or... sure which way you were gonna go first, so I have like a tension in me right oh, now. Yeah. You know? yeah, I do try to keep everyone like on their toes to a degree. Yeah, I appreciate. I appreciate the effort. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, though, like, I-, I will say this is maybe like seven or eight episodes where like we it's, it's been the same four yeah. hosts, so yeah. we can definitely skip at getting to know you this one. I don't know no. about that though. Like, I mean, what what about it's what about the other people at this table? Do you not? So many things. Because every time, you, right? every time we do a getting to know you question, I find out so much about everyone at this table. And you tell us so much. Well, <laughs> you'll tell me too much. So I feel like I have to, you know. And yet I still think that I feel like I still come across as an enigma. <laughs> okay. I, Are you disagreeing? Okay, the, what the question is, what about me is not <laughs> enigmatic? You can't, that can't be the getting to know you Okay, what is the getting to know you question then? Okay, so the getting to know you question is uh, based actually on what uh, a podcast that Jonathan was talking about earlier. Uh, What is... (laughs) Your favourite, yes, that's the new, uh, no. Um, What is your favourite emoji? So they've just released an accordion emoji, and I'm set for the rest. So that's of your my least. Life. That's your least favorite. But what's your most favorite? <laughs> or like, what's the first? Like your most used? Your oh, top. I, don't, I don't mean your I don't use. Emoji. I rarely use emojis. I feel like just the yeah, the eyes looking to the side is very yeah. yeah. I, I have that set uh, as my like chat emoji in many chats. I, I we're just like oh. I, I, yeah. I, I use a gentle smile with like rosy cheeks a lot because I do not know how to like convey tone across text at all and so usually me, that's me to end the message being like don't worry everything's fine I'm not angry in any I, way you say haha 
I even if you're send, not laughing. I send professional emails with smiley faces in them so my clients know that I'm not like angry at them yeah. Yeah. and it's totally fine. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Yeah. So I have just found out that... Um, if it's the eggplant, we'll have questions. No, it's not. I haven't got any, an eggplant on anywhere near my frequently used. Um, strangely though, I have like a, a page of text in my frequently used, which I cannot remember. But my frequently used that isn't just like love hearts when talking to my partner yeah. is um is the uh, the gritted teeth emoji. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Yeah. 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 That, that, I, I call that one. Don't know about that one, Chief. I was like, uh. I have the no smoking sign in my frequently used. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea how that's happening. Don't know about that one, Chief. About smoking. No. <laughs> um, my most frequently used are the uh, you know like the the, the uwu face the the iPhone yeah, emoji uwu face. Oh, I just type out uwu. No, I use this one a lot. Uh, and also the lady who just shrugs her shoulders because I, yeah, I use that emoji. I think the only one I have in my frequently used is just the like the smiley face where it's looking off the side, just like that. Ugh, that one. Which yeah. Is like, uh, you have sent that to me a few times, actually, now that I'm thinking about we, it. Yeah, and we don't even text. Just we like, that's how, that's how that's consistent <laughs> you yeah. are. All right, well, uh, now we know well, Now we know something about each other. I want to know, is the accordion on your frequently used? Or is uh, it doesn't exist on my phone yet. Right. I can't update my phone's iOS any further, so I have no access to the accordion emoji. And let me tell you, I am really troubled by this fact. <laughs> One day. I'm One thinking day. of upgrading soon, largely because of the accordion emoji. Yeah. Okay. Says a lot about me. It, it, well, nothing that we didn't already know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe we need another getting to know you question then. Oh. What would it be? What would it be though? What would it be? No, fuck no. I, <laughs> I, already made one. I don't know how to get to know people. So what we do here is we provide plot hooks by taking inspiration from a random Magic the Gathering card or other submitted artwork and a random word and then combining them to come up with a plot hook in the form of a magic trick. Uh, the first step in this is providing the pledge, which is the basic seed of the idea. Just a li- little something to give a, a, a taste of what's coming. Then in the turn, we turn it into something a little bit more substantial, uh, like how it might present in the game, some of the mechanics maybe. And then finally, in the prestige, uh, after naming the... Thank you for reminding us that we have to name it now. Uh, we will uh, we will have a discussion about how your players might interact with it, how you could turn a story uh, out of this particular plot hook. Now, the card that we are looking at today is the Spite Bellows, which is an elemental creature, and the artwork is by Larry McDougal. Larry? <laughs> spite Bellows is actually just when you go on a rant on Twitter about something. That's when you're spite yeah. bellowing. I, I got banned for a spite bellow. Oh, yeah. Against Graham Linehan, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the flavor text is Disaster stalks with gaping jaws Across unready lads Ian Something lovely about that <laughs> Like disaster stalks with gaping jaws Across unready lands It's in, it's in uh, Mesa yep. uh, Who wants to describe What we're looking at here Because this, this is a weird one Imagine if a mouth was real big And had like an insect body attached to it It's like, it's like a goblin mouth From the Spiderwick Chronicles with a big beast body. See, I imagine the fish. You know the fish that has human teeth? Oh, why'd you remind me about that? Uh, crossed with a spider with a little nest of smaller fishes with yeah. the same teeth on the back. Yeah, it's awful. 
I love it. I'm a huge fan of this terrible creature. It's actually an early concept for the model I used for the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Uh, uh, but yeah, they, they, they moved past it in the yeah. end. Yeah. I would love to see this thing moving to Gangster's Paradise. That's what I would really love. <laughs> That's what I'd enjoy. Living um, in a Spite Beast Paradise. A Spite Bellows. Yeah. Fuck. And, and the random word, <laughs> the random word that we are using is dismissal. So, who would like to go first? I think I want to go first. Excellent. <gasps> so, um, I got a. Uh, we got little prompty cards, and I got one that I haven't ever had before, um, which is exciting. So, I think I'm going to try a new thing, but I don't know how well it'll go. So, we'll see. Um, but. Uh, it is. Just remember, there's a lot of points on the line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the one wh- whoever does the best gets to live uh, is an extra <laughs> detail for this. Um, so I'm gonna, so I'm gonna come out and say it straight up. So it's a spell. <gasps> I've never written a spell before. Okay. So I might need some help for this one, but I sure. like I have this idea. So um. Basically, it is a uh, almost like a counter spell, but it you, it'd need to be like quite a high level spell, I think. Sure. Um, so basically, uh, it is a summoning style spell where you summon uh, a creature, this exact creature, uh, and any time a um, another so like an enemy in a range attempts to cast a spell requiring speech or tries to talk in any way this just screams it just yells so basically if they try to cast you know if they try to do like so it's a spell that removes the ability to use verbal components yes nice yeah by just it it just it's just like ah for like the whole time that they want to speak okay cool that's a that's a that's a that's an extensive it's kind of like silencing through sheer volume. Yeah. It silences their spells. I know that that's basically like my whole idea straight up, but I've never written a spell and I don't know how it works. It usually doesn't, really. So, but that's like it's kind fine. of what I now, want. Now yeah. we'll, we'll create a whole bunch, a whole family of spells branching out from this one spell. Yes. Um, all right, so who would like to go next with their player? Sure, I'll go next. Uh, as the party is, they, they're crossing over, uh, I guess, a mesa, like, like is that what that's called? Where it's just like a really dry, it's not quite a desert, but just like dry, cracked clay, sort of that sort of very barren sort of area on their way to, on the way to a town in the middle of this area. They're probably passing through, but whatever. As they are nearing, they encounter some some guards from the town, like who are patrolling, and they've encountered some bandits and they're fighting and the party probably scraps in. And then like when the bandits are defeated, uh, the, part, the, the party's rogue is probably going to be like, all right, I want to loot the bodies. And as they go to do that, one of the guards is just like, like jumps in the way and he's just like no what are you doing he's just like what do you, I just want to loot the bodies no we have to get away quickly come on and like they usher the party away and as they're doing so uh, a bunch of like these creatures like and they're about the size of cows I want to say in this version they're not as colossal here but that's somehow scarier to me <laughs> a bunch of cow sized ones yeah like they, they kind of just like dig out from under the soil and just grab the bodies and then drag them back under the soil and they like seal over and that's like that's my pledge okay awesome excellent um, so, the players find a village surrounded like a thick, heavy walls, probably quite an impromptu looking walls, but like f- clearly made to be durable, right? Covered in scars and like claw marks and that sort of stuff on the outside of it. Um, they're ushered in by a panicked villager, um, I, who I've written as village person, forgetting that the word villager does exist. So that's a good thing. So, wait, sorry, mind. is this uh, the, the, the leather man, the cowboy, the construction worker? Which village person is this? Or the, uh, the, the, the cancelled Native American? 
<laughs> were any of was the village people cowboy? Welsh? Did I make that up? No, that was a cowboy. I believe yeah, that was a cowboy. I was gonna say, yeah. Which of them are Welsh? Because I'm imagining this was like a panicked Welsh the villager. The Welsh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. He's just like, oh, would you like to hold my collar for a little bit? I'll do whatever you want, master. No, can you do that panicked going quickly get in the village? <laughs> oh, uh, oh uh, grab my collar. I'm not, allo- I'm not allowed to work or to move under my own free will. We're going for a leather man who is also a submissive in this situation because that's just where I went for some reason. <laughs> um, as they are beckoned into the village, Faith is so lucky that she's not paying attention to this because <laughs> this would be breaking her. Um, the ground begins to shake beneath their feet, and and you um you can sort of see the outline of this huge creature coming towards the village. And as the gates close behind them, they're taken to the village constable to talk about the situation because they're basically what what what's happening here. Um, he tells the players of this rampaging beast that's, beast that's been attacking the town over and over again, and they've had to put up these walls. What, what are you giggling at over there, Dom? These, rampa- these rampaging beefs. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I have a little tiny leg. No, it's just like how, no, it's like it's like on Twitter, and it's just it's just like how, oh yeah, how's the timeline today? It's like oh, so many beefs that is rampaging. I have a speech impediment known as being from England, so oh. I really struggle with speaking oh. sometimes. Oh, disgraceful. <laughs> However, as they're, they're hearing this description and talking to the constable, they can, between, uh, between the creature's roars from outside the village, the players can hear something similar coming from inside the village. Oh, no. <laughs> Something's inside the village. Yes, yeah, coming from inside the village. Okay. The phone call, it's coming from inside the village. Awesome. Okay, yeah, well, let's... Uh... Midsummer Murders. Yeah. <laughs> this is Midsummer Murders with Monsters. Midsummer, well, Same thing. Uh, they're I, English. I've got, Same my, thing. I've got my, my name for this thing. <laughs> the Midsummer Monsters. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Midsummer's and Monsters. It's my Midsummer Murders based Johnston Dragon module. Is it as problematic as Midsummer Murders? Yes. (laughs) Let's go on to Faith, shall we? Okay, so... I don't... So this fight, Bellas, I can imagine that this springing up from a feud between two, like, two, like, say, deans of a magic college just, like, well... One is is has a reputation for being a windbag, and so the other cr- conjures this creature that all it does is scream. Yeah. Uh, and this it also just has the unexpected magical component of like while it's screaming, no one can cast spells. Yeah. Um. So I think if we maybe build on on that idea, maybe the escalation of these spells. So what what does the, what would the other wizard do to kind of uh, address this situation? So I'm trying to think on my spells and would there be something that the other wizard could like cast on this creature to like silence it I feel like there's a or like what if the other wizard like cast like I need a spell list I mean there's silence Uh, wait what if the solution is remarkably unspell like it is just hit it with a rock or something like that because <laughs> suddenly and, and it just takes takes offense and runs away yeah basically like listen this oh, thing it can stop all magic but if it's hit by anything physical it's very unhappy yeah it's like a sad puppy how big is it in your world big it's big big size of a cow bigger <gasps> size, size of, of a bull. whale not that big okay We're size of like a bison yeah a, like a woolly mammoth. That's bigger than a bison. <laughs> That's a lot bigger. But it's than not a bison. as big as a whale. It's true. Yeah. It's a moose size. Yeah, you know what? I'd say moose size. They're bigger. They're they are actually bigger than I thought. They, fucking terrifying. They, they were. Yeah. We got there. Um. So the spite moose. The, the spite moose. Yeah. Um. So you can think. Uh, I guess you can think spells. 
and that would counteract it. Yeah, well, I guess there are there are, there are three three foundations of spells. Where so you've got spoken components, material components, and uh, somatic components. The way you have to move. So this kind of cancels out one of those. Mm. But I really like to think that this this um, this fellow was was summoned and created by the wizard, and then the other wizard just like, well, yes, is going to exist, but it's only going to only going to be audible to the person it's affecting. It's only one person, and then the other wizard was like, well, fine, I can't undo that, but I'm gonna put four more mini ones on its back. Uh oh. <laughs> so now I can get five people at once. And then it's and because of that 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 like five on the back like if that meant that it started like reproducing or whatever like uh, maybe after it's absorbed enough magical energy from the spells one of the heads on the back can like pop off, off and like become its own and little, runs away and now yeah. there is like a, a magical scourge around the world now I hate this <laughs> it's an invasive species. <laughs> The xenomorph, but screams more. <laughs> yeah, but it, but it, it doesn't it doesn't like eat it. It only eats like spellcasters' spells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It eats magic. Yeah. This could lead to the world becoming a low magic world that suddenly doesn't know because they've consumed all the innate magic of the world. That's it's, what pa- that yeah. That's what fuels them. I think this them. is the plot to a quiet place. Is it? <laughs> oh my god! Is it? Does a quiet place feature magic? <gasps> no, it's not that they each feature magic. Is that they like they work based on sound? Like they, they hunt based on they sound. hunt yeah. based on sound. They can hear. They have incredible hearing. This doesn't like eat or anything like that. It just stops you being annoying. <laughs> I don't know if that's possible for most of us <laughs> here what at the is, table. What is? I don't know if we couldn't speak. Like how? Like I, I'm not. I'm definitely not going to get out of my chair to annoy people. Uh, so there's that. Just like mm. wave at them across the way and then sign at them like they're, they're a prick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what are we? What are we calling this? This phenomenon? Um. Well, I don't want to call it the spite bellows because that name's already patented. Do we want to come back? After? Yeah, we sure <laughs> yeah, do. And yeah. I'm going to think about it. The, the, irrita- the irritation yeller. <laughs> But like the imitation you know what has, game. You know what has vibe. bellows? Yeah. You know what has bellows? Accordions. Just th- food for thought. And uh, bagpipes. Yeah. 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 Food for thought. You know what else has bellows? Bellows. Now, who goes next? <laughs> hey. uh, so, the Parsi are informed by the guards and the people back in town that these creatures, they just live in this area and they basically are they live below ground and they're very sensitive to the smell of like dead flesh they just hone in on it within a minute if you if anyone dies in this like whole region that like that people need to get away from that body and they need to get it outside because there are going to be some monsters burrowing up from underneath to grab it and take them away you take it away tremors. it is a bit tremors yeah uh, Kevin Costner is there, or Kevin Bacon? Kevin Bacon. <laughs> They're both there. Wrong no one Kevin. can tell them to. No, no one can tell them apart. Uh, I don't know if I could tell you Kevin Costner on site. He hasn't been anything in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, That'll explain it. Anything worthwhile? That's for fucking sure. Um, so, but yes, basically, like that is kind of a, 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 a known thing in this region. The party probably like didn't know about it unless, let's say, yeah, they had a druid. Why not? Uh, but yeah, that's the thing. But now there has been a discovery in this town re- just just before. Before the party arrived, how convenient that a very valuable and important item was being delivered by courier uh, and, and to the town, and the guards accosted the group of bandits, having accused them of killing that person and stealing it. And now it's like, well, the monsters have taken that thing with them to the bot, like to their lair. They have, oh, no. they have the item now in their lair. So uh, if only we had some. 
adventurers in our small town that might be able to journey into the lair of these horrid creatures and get uh, this the, this important crystal. Let's say why not? It powers the it powers the the MacGuffin machine. Yeah, the th- the thumper that creates the frequency in the ground that keeps them away. Let's yeah. say that that's what it does. Um, so yeah, that's the party are uh, tasked with um, going down into the warrens below to. Yeah, and um, um, what are we what are we calling it? Ah, uh, I, I I had a name for it. Uh, like um, carrion snatches. The carrion snatches. Jonathan, my turn. Um, so the the constable gives a very very typical D and D quest to go and kill the big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the players are, are do have the option to investigate the thing that they're hearing from inside the town. Of course, which yep. I think they find like a like a barn or some kind of locked structure, maybe like an <laughs> underground hidden thing. I don't know. Um, uh, where inside of it, they do find a baby of that giant creature that is outside. I see. And you can come to the conclusion that the creature outside is the mother trying to get its child back. So it can put it back on its back. But why are they keeping the baby? Um, and taking the risk? Yeah, we'll find out in the prestige. Oh, it, it, it's, it, it's got gold in its belly. It doesn't have gold in its belly. Maybe. <laughs> there, are, there are creatures that are like that, and I like throwing them at my players. Yeah. 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 What? The Zorn. They eat gold and gems. Do you get your players to cut them open? No, they attack the players to eat their gold and gems. Oh, okay. And they're like, well, we won't kill you. We'll just take all your gold and gems yeah, yeah. and eat it. Thank mm. you. Um, hey, prestige. Wait, I need to name mine. Oh, well, well Go. come on then. Na- name you it. Didn't, you didn't prompt me. Um, oh, I'm sorry. There's two options. It's either Midsummer Monsters or A Mother's Love. It's up to you. Aww. Yeah. Big Mother's Love. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Uh, so I think you're more you're you're more satisfied with Big Mother's Love. No, it's not Big Mother's Love. I want to be clear on that. I it can I, listen. It, I can't is, make the choice a, for you, listen. This one's but. called Big Mama's House Three. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, okay, so I named it. Yeah. The unending scream. The unending scream. That's what the spell's called. Lots okay. of screams in this recording session yeah. that we're doing. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, what what is the prestige like? How do you think this turns into a story for the players? So, I think um, it could be. So, the way that it, so basically, your players could perhaps stumble across one of these creatures in the wild, uh, and once it finds them, it will not leave. And uh, I'm sure that uh, with enough of a uh, history slash nature slash perception slash whatever kind of check a check of some a check. Yeah, a check of some sort could reveal the nature of this creature. It came from a calamity of a spell that built and built and built on itself. And now these creatures run wild. uh, And the only way to stop them is to destroy the original beast. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah. Except no one knows which one the original one yeah, is. But really, the original beast is... Man. The wizards who created <laughs> it! Yeah. So, yeah. So I think that that could be a... You know, so they could be wandering near a magical school or something like that. And, yeah. You know, like, they hear the screams and then, like, they can't get rid of it. And the closer they get to town, they the people run out and they're like, no, 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 don't come in here. We don't want this nonsense here anymore. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that could be a fun little, like, I quest. really, I really like the, 
that that kind of you you've got a companion that you hate following you around and, and immediate shunning from everyone that comes yeah like no you do not bring bed bugs into my house <laughs> yeah and and it means that the party can't really speak because if they speak this thing will just I think it's scream. A bi- I think it's a bigger problem if they uh, can't cast any spells. So I feel speaking is more important than spell casting. No, nope, no. Nope. They just write things down. So. Players are stupid like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like oh, just play into the fun bit. I definitely think like you could find a way to cast spells. So really, what you do when you bring this creature into your game is you just rig up a siren in the middle of the table so that you literally cannot hear anything. You have a vuvuzela that you just blow at the players. (laughs) So yeah, so they have to. That's actually that's my that that's the yeah (laughs) Yeah, the the vuvuzela. Yeah, Um, but that's my idea. Yeah, nice. The unending scream. Uh, okay, Dom. It's the name of my memoir, An Unending Scream. <laughs> also, my card for mine is a natural phenomenon, by the way. So, yeah, this, this quest is, yeah, they have to uh, find an entrance to uh, the warrens that wh- where the creatures live, which is difficult because they mostly seem to seal the way up, although, like, it has been, like, people in town say, oh, the, no, the entrance is in the mountains to the, to the east, so you head that way. Uh, but another difficulty is that the bandits are still active in the area. They killed some of them, but the bandits, like, there are still bandits around and also just just general monsters and these horrible fucking creatures and killing any of them will draw more of the creatures so you have to be careful not to like not to draw too much attention because if you're too close to them um where like if you're in combat with someone and you kill someone next to you and you're still engaged by someone now there's going to be a monster burrowing up next to you in 30 seconds sort of thing so you need to kind of uh it's going to be one of those things where the party will hopefully try to avoid killing where they can and try to like find alternate solutions um even if that's just the sleep spell but also just trying to avoid combat maybe for once uh yeah and eventually yeah then you make their way down into the warrens uh find the piles of bodies and like search through and find this ah, crystal yes. and that sort of thing. That, that uh, fun task that's a part of almost every Dungeons & Dragons game that we really just kind of gloss over is like, oh, we're going to search through the rotting corpses <laughs> from treasure. It's fine, don't worry about it. It's fine, don't worry about They're it. They're not rotting yet. Yeah. <laughs> you, you uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, if you want to make the final sort of stretch extra fun, uh, they also, it turns out the place where they store the bodies is also where they store their eggs. Uh, so yeah, oh, this you, is... you really shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, Xenomorph Tremors is just yeah. the worst. I this is I don't yeah. want to be here for yeah. this. Yeah, and then like uh, a predator appears from the Predator movies, yeah. and it takes off its mask, and it's Kevin Bacon. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's the uh, the carrion snatches. Thanks for reminding me about Kevin Bacon. <laughs> so welcome, Faith. Oh, oh my God, is he a good actor or not? <laughs> You know what? That's a big question. Uh, that's a big question. He's an actor, and that's yeah. enough. That's he's all we can actor. give him. He has been paid for at least one film, so... Yeah. He was in that film where he's never on screen, because mm. he's invisible. Mm. <laughs> yeah. He did great. It's we still, still managed to have a nude scene, though. <laughs> yeah, it's just a bare ass floating in mid-air, and it's like, is that Kevin Bacon's ass? <laughs> <laughs> um... I just like to say my notes here. It just says prestige and then why with four question marks. So to answer your question earlier as to why there is that thing there, 
I have no idea why exactly. I couldn't come up with something, so hopefully the listener can. <laughs> My basic premise is that the constable stole this thing and kidnapped it for whatever reason. Maybe he's just wants to do terrible experiments to it. I got the card Evil NPC, so that was sort of my thought on that. But it could have been beneficial to the town somehow. Maybe it produces a lot of milk that they could have used. Um, <laughs> Something uh, like that. I don't. I don't <laughs> look, uh, as as someone who's not a big fan of like milk that is regularly consumed by humans, um, I the idea of drinking like giant monster milk. Is also they drank the milk. No, I was about to do that. Milk. No. <laughs> and also, fair, I feel I and feel also monster you're milk. saying that the baby is producing the milk. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get through. I gotta be real with you. I just want to say, monster milk gotta have some fascinating flavors to it. Yeah, That's so, gotta be something going yeah, on. Yeah, this is actually you're a just pr- digging. And digging. What, what we're doing is like like George Lucas loves just adding and tweaking stuff in Star Wars. This is the origin story for blue milk. Is what this is. Yeah. Um, so I think the the the, um, the motivation could just be as simple as like we wanted to train one to protect the city. Yep. Uh, protect the, the hamlet or the village. Yeah. Um, and that's why like yeah you need to get rid of that monster so we can continue training this monster. Yeah. Yeah. And like, then I I think it becomes this game of like challenging the player's morality of just like do you want to just go kill this big mom that's trying to get her kid back one like because this village seemingly needs to protect itself right or do you just release this villa this this baby and then spite the rest of the village and that kind of stuff yeah um yeah. big decision time you know that good stuff talk to the constable and just see how that goes it, it is yeah. interesting how often man versus nature comes up in these hooks also i, I also <laughs> like to think that at some point the con you go to talk to the constable that and he's just like oh i actually just looked into my job description it turns out my role is just like serving subpoenas and stuff so i'm <laughs> I sh- i've gone way beyond that i'm actually not going to help you anymore maybe i'm just a monster hobbyist yeah i think i think i'm in trouble this i do on the side this is a passion project for me All right, well, those have been our hooks this week. Um, as always, Hook Podcast is produced under a Creative Commons attribution, non commercial, no derivative, this 4.0 international license. That means you're free to share and redistribute the material in any medium or format if you give the appropriate credit, but don't use the material for commercial purposes and do not remix, transform, or build upon the material in any way without asking us first. But if you want to use any of these hooks, please feel free to put them in your home games and let us know how it goes. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook. You know, just just do the things. You can get us at podcast.hooked.gmail.com. Uh, and I've been your host. Host, Zane C. Weber here with my name has been Dom and you can also find me on the Mist Home Museum of Mystery, Morbidity and Mortality. It's an audio drama that I make myself and people tell me that it's good. Alright, also at the table is Oh you've changed up the order. <laughs> oh no. Uh, it's it's Faith. I uh, I'm also on the internet. Do not come looking for me. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you can if you want. I'm Mostly just post memes. And finally, uh, I have been Jonathan. You can find me on the network at Rateloid, where I talk too much about vocal synthesizers that are also anime characters. Uh, and you can find me on Pir- at Pirate Killjoy on Twitter, where it's just lots of wrestling and Gundam. That's that's me. Why that's wouldn't true. you want those things together on one Twitter account? It's what are the Gundams and Graps in one place? You're just gonna suplex a fucking mech. Why not? I- we'll be back next week, everyone. Bye. Good luck out there. Hi, I'm Jacob Gerstel, and welcome to Tales from the Witcher. This podcast chronicles original short stories written by me and set in Andrzej Sapkowski's Witcher universe. 
The stories themselves are based on the adventures of my Witcher tabletop role-playing group that I run weekly for my friends. I novelize what happens after each session and record them here for you to enjoy. I have a lot of free time on my hands. We'll follow the exploits of a stoic bear school witcher, an alcoholic elven sorcerer, a resourceful craftsman, and a lively bard as they try to stay alive during the Third Northern War. There's action and adventure, magic in the mundane, scheming in politics, elves and dwarves, war and peace, and, because it's the Witcher, a touch of philosophy. If you're a fan of the Witcher universe, serialized audiobooks, tabletop actual play reports, or fantasy in general, then this podcast is for you. I'll see you every Wednesday on the continent. A That's Not Kind of Productions podcast. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.